You're listening to the Southern Spines Podcast. I'm Allison Law. Our website debuts this Labor Day weekend, 2012, which is also known as Decatur Book Festival Weekend here in Atlanta. It's the largest community-supported independent book festival in the United States. And this year, the small town of Decatur, Georgia, is expecting some 70,000 bibliophiles for three days of free events, including lectures and signings from more than 300 national and local authors representing all genres of books. And one of those authors is a recent Atlanta transplant who will be talking about Women on the Verge of a New Discovery. It's happening Saturday morning at 11.15 at the Decatur Conference Center Ballroom B. And this is a perfect topic for Claire Cook, who wrote her first novel in the minivan outside her daughter's swim practice when she was 45. At age 50, she walked the red carpet at the Hollywood premiere for the adaptation of her second novel, Must Love Dogs, starring Diane Lane and John Cusack. And Claire is now the best-selling author of nine novels, including her latest, Wallflower in Bloom, which is an indie next pick and which Publishers Weekly called fun and inspiring. I had the chance to talk to Claire before this weekend's Decatur Book Festival, and she has a great story to tell about the inspiration for Wallflower in Bloom. Just out of the clear blue sky, I have the best readers ever, truly, so wonderful. On Facebook, Galley Cat, the publishing blog, just asked its um, readers what, which authors they would most like to see on Dancing with the Stars. And there was this great, um, I wish I could rattle off all of them, but I can't, but they included um, David Sedaris, Sodie Picot, um, I mean, all just like a whole wide range of authors, and Claire Cook, of all people, which is hilarious. And um, so I didn't even know about it, but my readers just started voting like crazy, and it just really took on a life of its own. And um, I ended up winning the popular vote. It was just crazy. I mean, it went on for the, – the thread is still on there on Facebook if you Google it, but it just went on forever. So Galley Cat printed up all of these um, – signatures and, you know, electronic signatures, printed it out and sent it off to the um, producers at Dancing with the Stars saying, you know, Get, let's have an author on Dancing with the Stars, let's have it be Claire Cook. And and so exactly nothing happened, or as my publisher likes to say, yet. <laughs> and uh, I thought my initial, no, well, my initial thing was um, belief. <laughs> I totally would have done it. I absolutely would have done it. And because, number one, the first non-celebrity, non-professional dancer woman, a midlife woman, and an author. I mean, I would have so done it and just tried so hard not to be the first one kicked off and just begged all everybody that I know to vote. Um, but but what it did, because I didn't actually have to do it, was um, I start. it just sort of sat in the back of that interesting place wherever your mind starts coming up with ideas. And I started thinking what was intriguing to me was the idea of a non-celebrity um, being thrown into the world of celebrities and television and all of that, and also someone whose life had never been her own. So Deirdre Griffin is very much um, – she is the personal assistant to her famous brother, who is also kind of the family business. He's kind of a cross between Bono and Deepak Chopra. 
and um, he is just like the guru guy, rock star. And she has a great life, you know, wonderful perks, but it's just all about him. And so she melts down, and in um, after a little too much vodka and Ben and Jerry's ice cream, decides to um, use his social networking, um, you know, his Facebook, his Twitter, his e-list, and write an impassioned um, plea from him, forging it, of course, saying, you know, please vote my favorite sister on Dancing with the Stars. And then she um, wakes up the next day, and it's like, dance, Deirdre, dance. So it just, I don't know, I just thought, you know, see if I can, I'll start writing and see if it turns into a novel. And it did, and it was fun to write. Well, one of the things that I really appreciate about your writing, Claire, is that you convey a lot of information in relatively brief chapters. And I believe that your inspiration for this type of writing came from um, maybe one of your childhood book heroines. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I call them my fat toys. Oh, the short chapters or the, the information? The short chapters, I always give Nancy Drew credit for that because, um, really, this is so pathetic. But right before I finally got up the nerve to write my first novel at um, the ripe old age of almost 45, I um, reread all my old, um, you know, falling apart Nancy Drew um, mysteries. And... I don't know why. I think I just needed a, the template for a book. I needed to remember. And I had majored in film and creative writing in college and done nothing with it for decades. Um, so I think what it taught me was to write short, snappy chapters, but also to end them in the place that, and I so remember this reading Nancy Drew as a child, I'd get to the end of the chapter and say, oh, I'm so tired, I'm never going to get up in the morning, I am going to stop when I get to the end of this chapter, and then you'd get to that last line, and you couldn't do it. So that was, I, I, it inspired me, and I, and I often tell people when I teach writing workshops, um, find a book that just speaks to you somehow that isn't really like the one you're going to write and just read it and, and sort of think of it as a template. It should just get you started and then the book will take on a life of its own. But it, I think it, for some reason it demystified the whole experience for me. But in terms of the factoids that I like to call them, the information in my chapters, I just, I kind of discovered this accidentally. For me, each new novel is a chance to spend time in a world I wouldn't otherwise spend time in. And I find that my readers really like learning about these other lives and worlds and kind of things they might do. Like they're probably not going to get on Dancing with the Stars, but it's kind of fun to live that vicariously. So I I just think um, it's just one layer of my novels, and I enjoy it, and I I get a lot of feedback from readers that they – they, I always get letters say, oh, how can I do this, whatever it is, you know. Um, and each heroine I try to give, um, each of my protagonists, you know, a really different life than the others because I think that's just part of the fun of the novels. Claire shares writing and reinvention tips at her website, clairecook.com. You can also like her author page on Facebook, or you can follow her on Twitter at clairecookwrite.com. To learn more about the Atlanta Journal-Constitution Decatur Book Festival, that website is decaturbookfestival.com. And if you like what you've heard here today, we certainly hope you will visit us at southernspines.com. We're an online community that celebrates and promotes what we like to call books with backbone. To 
discover and discuss contemporary and classic Southern writers and the books from all genres that are set in the Southeastern United States. So we'll be hosting regular interviews here with authors, poets, and songwriters. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us at Southern Spines on Twitter.